What is good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist. I am your host, Bleas, just a human being a multimedia artist in the 21st century. Episode 38 Revolutionary Experiences. This episode is paying homage to someone who has continued to inspire me throughout my artistic journey. One who has chosen to put out good vibes, life-changing creations that forever alter one's perspective on life and their unique place in it. And honestly, I don't even feel like putting an episode out right now. And I know this because I've procrastinated recording this. I don't know why it's feeling like a drag, honestly, in this moment. But I'm pushing through because I am committed to it. I've made a commitment and I'm pushing through in this moment. a passion project and getting to this place you know in the later part of the year committing to 50 total episodes there will be 50 total episodes from there I'll just see what happens but I am staying committed this year there's 52 weeks in a year I didn't like the number 52 I'd rather just 50 so keeping it at 50 episodes by the end of 2023. We'll see where it goes from there. Maybe do some interviews, just some special episodes. But um, I have a lot planned coming up. I have a lot of ideas that I need to turn from dreams into reality. And a lot of things I'm excited about, a lot of things I've been working on and trying to focus one step at a time. This podcast was a learning experience and I've learned a lot by just doing it. <clears throat> and by doing that, seeing how much work a podcast really is. Again, one man band, recording, writing, editing, trying to do the social media promotion for it. Uh, there's a lot of different factors into it. So much respect to everyone who does it. Uh, easy and hard are subjective terms, um, but uh, I respect it. And I'm glad I just dove in. I had this idea for the podcast and I dove in. I've shared a lot and will continue to share a lot. I've written a lot and will be uh, using a lot of this writing going forward. But this episode is motivated solely by the one and only Scott Mescuddy. I first heard Kid Cuddy in 2008 and have been listening to him nonstop ever since. Music, 
like for most is a huge part of my life. I've talked about the impact music has had on my life and how I am constantly listening to music while I'm working. I have a certain playlist that I listen to while I'm writing, doing my morning writings or writing my novels. I have a playlist I listen to while I'm doing graphic design or video editing. And I even have music that I listen to while I'm reading, which I suggest for others if you're having tr trouble um, concentrating on reading, listen to music. There's no such thing as pure silence. And I feel like there's always a noise. So if you can choose that noise over just random ticks or whatever it may be, uh, people talking, whatever, put on headphones and see if that doesn't help you concentrate. There's binaural sounds and just really slow piano or meditation sounds really help. Kid Cudi is in my morning wake-up playlist on Spotify, one I listen to all the time while working on graphic design or video editing. Gets me hyped in the morning. <laughs> this past Friday night, thanks to Colorful Carol, we went to see him live for Cutter's Clubhouse. It was unlike any other concert experience I have ever witnessed from bringing random fans on stage to stay the whole time. Getting to take shots with Kid Cudi himself and be in blunt rotation with Kid Cudi in between songs. And the fact that that is even possible now in 2023 with New York State legalizing it. It was um, really spectacular. And just being in the historic King's Theater, 1929, I believe they said. This was my second time seeing Kid Cudi live. And both times he was completely immersed with the crowd. And that went up a level. It was already that way the first time I saw him, where I was front row and he literally held hands with the dude next to me as they were singing a song together and how engaged he was. That was taken up a level on that Cutter's Clubhouse where he brought around eight random fans from the crowd and sat them on stage. He had couches set up. He had seats set up for them. He had bottles of Don Julio 1942 on the table with pre-rolled blunts just sitting there waiting for them and continued to bring out more uh, as they wanted. That must have been a high on like any other. I have never seen a musician or performer do that. 
And he said it was his first time doing something like that. Bringing fans up and hanging out with them on stage. He says he feels lonely on stage up there and likes to have people up there with them. And I resonated with that. He pulled up one fan who had a tattoo on his arm of Cuddy and the man choked up and while saying, you saved my fucking life, man. I felt that so deeply. And the sad part of that moment is in that moment, I was recording it. I wanted to just get some clips and that was just happened to be when I was recording already. And as it was recording, that is the moment when my phone decided to just spaz out and ended the record. Um, and then I had to restart my phone and everything. But um, yeah, it's very unfortunate that I didn't get to capture that as I was already recording. Um, but lesson learned um, from that, putting the phone on airplane mode. So it's not trying to upload all of those clips with the poor signal. It's just unfortunate that it happened during that moment. That was the most meaningful one for me, um, seeing him get choked up like that because Kid Cudi for so many, myself included, is someone I always refer to. And there's like Mojo So Dope uh, will forever just be that song for me. Uh, and his story just resonates so much with me and not growing up with a, with a father and just having that outside source, um, just giving some poetic guidance, uh, to a fellow poet has, uh, always been very, um, inspirational throughout my artistic journey. And with concerts, I like to be in the moment as much as possible. I may just grab a few quick clips so that I can return to later on of that experience, but that's it, uh, especially with Cuddy. And after seeing him live the first time, he actually called that out and asked the crowd to be in the moment with him that he would rather see their face than a phone in his. And it just clicked for me of seeing it from his view was a very powerful message to just be in the moment. He wants to be there with you just as much as you want to be there with him. Just the message he brings and why I love experiencing his songs live. The stories he tells in between are so powerful and resonate so much with me. And you're able to connect more with the song and it kind of gives some backstory <clears throat> kid cuddy's poetry has been with me every step of my artistic journey through it all i've had kid cuddy in my playlist he and ludovico and naughty have been with me since the beginning and have both had a profound effect on my craft i try to pay homage to them in any way i can he inspired one of my characters in a chapter in one of the books, Kit Cuddy's poetry has been with me. In 2016, I was fortunate enough to meet him at the Tabernacle in Atlanta. Revolutionary experience getting to meet him. I was on 
Cloud Nine. I tried to memorize something to say, but looking in his eyes, my eye, my mind went blank. But I did tell him that he changed my life and that he inspired me to write and express myself more. I write poetry, but I don't really write songs. So it was through listening to his albums over and over again that I tried to base some of my song poetry on. Because that's the kind of beat and that's the kind of music that I could see some of my poetry working well with. Because if you were to just read Kid Cudi poetry, like he talks about a lot of dark stuff and dealing with demons and, and waking up in the middle of the night, uh, having night terrors and that night terrors are not nightmares. Night terrors are way worse. Um, and someone who also deals with those, uh, again, connecting me to his work, but also seeing how my poetry could work as a song because you just put a happy beat to that. Um, it takes on a completely different mood and, and mindset. And I've wanted to make my own beats for a while now, but just haven't found the time to learn the software or pay for the equipment needed as I've needed to purchase other equipment for other things that I am working on. And again, only 24 hours in a day, we have to choose wisely how to spend it and what we want to focus on in those 24 hours. I will say recently I am learning AI music software and composing music that way. And I've added this to my YouTube videos recently. And it's definitely added that missing element and a missing piece of the puzzle. So stay tuned. There will be more of that coming. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please check out the YouTube channel as I am going to be continuing that and even more so in 2024. Because again, the podcast takes away this time. It's a, it's a big endeavor. Uh, each thing, each thing I do. And when I do something, I go all in on it. And again, 24 hours in a day. Before the concert, I was asked a random question by a random person from the Concert Chronicle. He asked what song I wanted to hear from Kid Cudi. And I said, Rose Golden, which he did play and was incredible here live. It's my favorite song on I want to say it's my favorite full album of his I I love every song on that album and Rose Golden is just one that's at the top of my morning playlist I love listening to it constantly uh know every single word to that song by at this point so it was great to sing that with him live and the passion that he puts in his songs live it just takes it up a level and that's exactly what live music should do um, some artists 
are able to do that. Not all of them, but Kid Cudi definitely does that live. If you've never seen him live, I can't recommend it enough. Um, it's and him saying he's the chosen he is forever. That's it, man. That is it. That's energy. You're tapping into something larger than yourself. You're tapping into that universal energy. And to see someone do that at such a high level is very inspiring to see and makes me want to tap into something that's larger than myself. And to share. Rose Golden resonates with my journey and what I have set to do with my creative expression, whether it be through poetry, live streaming, to show the importance creativity has to emotional intelligence, to show kids that it's okay to express yourself, to be vulnerable, that there is strength in that. Kid Cudi did that for me and has done that for millions of other people as well. Seeing him be vulnerable and always willing to stay true to who he is as an artist, even though it might mean that sales go down. He stayed true. And now everyone is seeing how fucking real that is. In 2023, it's time for the world to recognize and respect what Kid Cudi has done, not just with his long discography, but for the whole mindset of creating for the sake of creating as it's one of the most inspiring stories in the past decade. Scott Miscutty, I am forever grateful for you and will always praise you for showing me self-expression is cool. That embracing who you are is cool. Despite what anybody else may think or say, it's raw expression for the sake of raw expression. And there is nothing more universal than that. Lease wouldn't be what it is today without the impact and influence of Kid Cudi, through the energy he chose to express, through the words he wrote in his poetry. And I hope one day he checks out the novels and one day when the animated films are made, can watch them and hopefully resonate with the message that I am sharing. And for those who don't know what the indefatigable artist is about, it's about alleviating depression for those carrying the weight of yesterday. It's about alleviating anxiety for those fearing the worry of tomorrow. It's about alleviating presence for those not enjoying the whimsicality of today. It's about self-expression, creating no matter what. Just what I did with this episode. And if this is my last episode, then one of those days that will be true. So I want to say it now, because if not now, when? But I just want to say one last thing. And if it's the last thing I ever say, I want it 
to be this. If you want to support the podcast, please email me anytime at support at B-L-E-A-C-E dot com. You can also visit Bleast.com, sign up to our free newsletter, and check out the Bleast novels, apparel, and blogs for the podcast and more. Be sure to like and comment. It's free to support. A like and a share goes a long way. Let's go further together. One step at a time.